plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed? Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast coming to you from Bologna. Oh guys, I'm really, really, really loving this city. You know, at first when you arrive to a new place, new country, new city, you feel kind of isolated, lonely, uncomfortable, weird, like, you know, you're just uncomfortable. But then, after a while, if the area really fits you, you start feeling at home soon, and you start feeling like, you know, you kind of loving all of it, and uh, uh, then you meet people, and it all becomes uh, so much more welcoming, and it opens up to you, and you start enjoying yourself, and so that's how I'm feeling here in Bologna after a week of being here and I already planned all the things that I want to do, like going to a place where they produce Parmesan cheese, like real Parmigiano Reggiano, not some weird stuff that you can get in a supermarket anywhere else in the world. Um, I go to, I will go to this hill with the longest, um, I don't know, there is something really great about about it and it's ancient and it's on the hill and it's supposed to be really beautiful when you go there. So a lot of things are planned. But uh, today's episode is not about a new place, uh, starting a new thing or being un- uncomfortable. Today's episode is about luck, cheese and habits. <laughs> so stay with me. Luck. Yesterday I was talking to my mom on the phone and my sister, she's five years older than me and she got her license back because um, she she got it taken away from her because she didn't obey all the laws, all the rules and anyhow, she got it back and she studied really hard to get it back. And a lot of her friends, she was um, telling my mom, were saying that she got lucky. And she was frustrated, my sister was frustrated, because she knew she didn't get lucky. She studied really hard for it. Uh, But then, you know, I reminded my mom that she often tells me that you're so lucky, my mom tells me. Uh, You get to travel the world. You get to see all these different cities and countries. And at that point, 
I reminded my mom then, mom, nothing you get in life is because of pure luck. Luck comes to those who prepare it. And so I'm not lucky to travel the world. I'm not lucky to have the lifestyle that I have. I work hard for it. I work without weekends most of the weeks. I work when the work needs to be done, whether that, um, you know, when I don't sleep, whether that 8 p.m. or 5 a.m. I work all these hours. And then when you come to a new place, uh, it's not like somebody is welcoming you and giving everything to you. <clears throat> you have to figure out a lot of things. Um, I have to find, um, you know, place where to shop, where to cook. I uh, gotta learn all about new foods. I gotta meet people. I gotta get out of my way to meet people because because, you know, staying lonely and by yourself is not a great idea for any situation in your life. So um, I got to learn new language and being okay with um, looking silly and dumb because I don't understand something simple that people tell me. Um, I, I got to find new clients and market myself because I'm an entrepreneur. I'm self-employed. So there are many things that I chose to do that are hard in order to have this lifestyle. And so this is not luck. It has nothing to do with luck. And I reminded my mom about that. And she finally understood what, <laughs> what she was doing and how what she was saying was wrong and that the life that I'm living, it has nothing to do with luck. Just like my sister's uh, test and her getting her license back has nothing to do with luck. Yeah, of course, you know, when we do things, we all get lucky. You know, things uh, could have been for all of us much, much worse, and they're not. And that's because life is pretty amazing that way. Uh, but again, luck comes to those who prepare, who get out there, who know what they want, and they're getting, getting after them, after that every single day. And they're doing the work. And most of the time it's hard work and it's uncomfortable. And then you will get your chances. Of course, you're going to get your chances because life always will give chances to people who do things, who are not just sitting and waiting and uh, feeling like they also got to have all of this. No, when you get out there, you do get lucky. But first, you got to get out there and first you got to do th something and um, luck will not come to you just because you wish for it. You got to work for it first. So that's something to think about when you see someone succeeding or doing amazing things that you'd like to be doing. Realize that they're not lucky. They have made their sacrifices, that they have done the work. They did some, they have made some choices, some hard choices, and they are working on things that you don't see. And again, nobody's getting lucky. Um, in life, like, that's just how life also works. It will make you work, and nobody is lucky. So if you want something, don't wait for luck. Get after it, and then the luck will come. And never say to anyone who has the things you want that they are lucky, because they're not. They just working for it. On cheese. So you might um, have heard a lot from me about dairy products and how I'm not a fan of dairy products. I don't think anyone should be consuming what you buy in a regular supermarket, this homogenized, pasteurized stuff, because it's not dairy products, really. It is stuff. It's highly processed stuff. And so in Italy... I'm enjoying this cheese, Parmigiano-Reggiano, so the cheese that is only made in this area. And 
usually when I get any sort of cheese in a supermarket, I would always get bloated. I would uh, I would retain water. Um, I would not feel good. I will put on weight. I would have uh, some skin uh, breakouts. A lot of things would show up that will tell me that it's just not working for me, right? But this cheese, Parmigiano-Reggiano, <clears throat> I'm really enjoying it, a little piece every day, and it does nothing negative to me. If anything, I feel much better and I'm getting leaner. Uh, and I wanted to read you something about this particular cheese, how it is made, and why I don't have any problems with it. So Parmigiano-Reggiano is made from unpasteurized cow's milk, and that, guys, you will not get in a regular supermarket. The whole milk of the milking, of the morning milking, is mixed with the naturally skimmed milk of the previous evening's milking. And naturally skimmed, guys, means which is made by keeping milk in large shallow tanks to allow the cream to separate. And that's how they actually did it um, at my grandmother's uh, when I was growing up. So you just wait, the fat comes up, you remove the fat, and here you go, skimmed milk. That's how they make it naturally. But of course, it has nothing in common with the way they do it in a supermarket. So first of all, the milk is not pasteurized. It is not homog homogenized. And then something else I'd like to read to you. Traditionally, cows have to be fed only on grass or hay. That is, hay is basically dry grass. Producing grass-fed milk. Um, and then only salt is allowed to be added to cheese when it's um, kind of floating for months in that brine, salty brine, and absorbs the salt. So there is a huge, huge, huge difference between Parmesan that you get uh, in US or in Europe or in Russia or in um, Asia or any other place if it's not certified cheese from Parmigiano Reggiano. Now, that being said, of course, you can get cheese from grass-fed cows, non-pasteurized, non-homogenized, but uh, you gotta ask the farmer if they do that that way. And in most countries, it's not allowed to sell those products. That's the problem with our food industry today. It, it does not allow um, a lot of processes, natural processes, of food procession to happen, of course, because of safety regulations, but then also they create those uh, franking products like cheese in regular supermarket that do not work for our body. So Parmigiano Reggiano, you know, it's full of calcium, it's full of vitamin K2 that is really, really, really hard to get from foods and that is really, really, really important for your bone health, for your longevity, because it is involved in DNA replication and uh, in a lot of factors that we don't know about. It is also activator of vitamin A, vitamin D. Um, it's... Um, it's really important vitamin K2, and again, it's really hard to get from a lot of things, but cheese, um, aged cheese. So Parmigiano-Reggiano, for example, the one that I'm getting, it's uh, two years old, and that's the average for Parmigiano-Reggiano. So there is um, cheese that is older, and that is usually about 40 months. Uh, but the one that you're usually getting is about two years. And plus it has a lot, a lot of beneficial bacteria for your gut. So this kind of cheese, it's, it's good for you guys. And 
I am all for it if you're someone who tolerate dairy products. Well, like I'm of a Caucasian origin. So our, my line, my DNA line of people, we are used to consuming dairy products. And so um, it is proven that people with my kind of DNA, we tolerate and absorb and digest dairy products well. Now, if you are someone from Asia, that might not be the case for any dairy products. Dairy products for a lot of Asian people is a pure disaster, no matter how good they are. But for me, dairy products are fine as long as they are made this way. So raw milk, uh, unpasteurized, unhomogenized products uh, like this, they, um, they they work well for my body. So guys, whenever you buy some food, understand that how it is processed, uh, the quality of the original ingredients, like for example, what the animal was fed, like in case of eggs, right? It does matter what the chickens ate. It does matter whether they were injected with hormones and antibiotics or not. It all ends up in the eggs and then in your body. So all of that matters. Whenever you buy something, remember that quality of food, how it is made, what processes it went through, how it was stored, it all matters uh, because it changes the structure of proteins, of molecules, and a lot of times in our food, modern food industry is not for the best. So remember that. And if you have any questions, if you're not sure, then ask me because I'm a food geek. Like I read stuff like that, how exactly originally cheese is made and how it is made right now. Uh, I read it about every single food. I read about nutrition in every single food. So if you have doubts about the foods that work or do not work for you, then ask me and I'll give you my best advice. Plus, you can use the link in the show notes to schedule our call and I'll, I'll answer all your questions really, really fast. And it's absolutely free, so use it. And then the final one on habits. That is a very, very, very important one. A lot of clients, potential clients, come to me and ask me for a meal plan or workout plan. And I didn't do those because I really consider it's a waste of my time and it's a waste of that person's time. Because you cannot live on a meal plan or a workout plan. No, you know, for workouts like uh, exercises, how to combine them, uh, I can understand that that can work. Uh, for meal plans, you know, you cannot live on a meal plan. Uh, the reason why you got certain problems, maybe you put on uh, weight or maybe you lost muscle or maybe you're not feeling energetic, maybe you have blood sugar problems, cholesterol problems, inflammation. The reason why you got those problems is not because you were lacking a meal plan, guys. It's because you have a poor lifestyle. The choices you make, the habits you practice every single day do not work for you and that's why you got those problems. And so the way out from it for good, for life, to have, to have, to not have these problems anytime in your life is not a meal plan because you will not use this meal plan for life. Plus your life changes, you change. You cannot have a meal plan as a solution to fix the problem when it comes again. You should have a lifestyle. Uh, you should want to design a lifestyle and your eating habits so that those problems never come up. Or if something comes up, then it's really rare and uh, it's in a specific situation, a specific problem that you can address through lifestyle choices. Again, so what I mean by that, for example, instead of um, having a meal plan 
or instead of counting macros and calories, have some rules. Like, for example, every time you eat, um, you have this big bowl or portion of vegetables, this portion of protein, um, this amount of fat. So have those rules. You know, I, for example, have a rule. I eat a huge portion, like three-fourths of my meal are vegetables all the time. If I add any sorts of added fats, it's one max two tablespoons, depending on how active I am that day and how much fat my other foods have. Those are a little bit complicated rules for you might be, but, you know, for example, eat your vegetables, eat a plate of vegetables, eat um, a protein source, eat one tablespoon of added fats. That's a rule that you can maintain for life. Another example is um, I limit the time when I eat. So I usually have one or two meals and I do not snack. So that's my rule. I do not count calories specifically. I do not um, limit my food intake based on calories, but I do eat only two times a day maximum. Usually it's one time. Uh, and I don't limit anything really specifically. I just focus on nutrition, eating the most nutritious foods possible. And then another one, for example, uh, for snack foods or trickster foods that I like to call them, like, for example, chocolate or uh, nuts, foods that I tend to uh, eat a lot if I would not have any rules around them. So for those foods, I have a rule. So I have a handful of nuts or I have an ounce of chocolate per uh, one eating occasion. And since I don't snack and I have only one or two meals, for me, it's practically impossible to overeat on, the, on those things. For cheese, the same, uh, you know, one ounce of cheese, two ounces of cheese, if it's two meals. Um, and those are lifestyle choices. Those are habits that I can maintain in any situation. Like, I don't need to know the calories or anything. I just eat one, two times a day for those snacky foods I have. Um, you know, a small portion, uh, usually it's like a handful or the size of my thumb or the size of a few squares of chocolate, you know. Um, I have my intermittent fasting. I don't eat sugars, uh, greens, and starch most of the days. Uh, I have those rules. And for me, it's really simple to maintain it. For workouts, you know, also... I don't say to myself, I got to work out in the gym every day, because especially if you travel, it's just not maintainable. But I do have a rule. I work out every single day. And sometimes it's a workout at home, like yoga. Sometimes it's um, a strength workout or high intensity and short workout at home, utilizing whatever I have. Sometimes I have dumbbells when I travel to Airbnb. Sometimes I have nothing and I just use my body weight. And if I need to do cardio, I would just find the heel and walk, or I just would walk a lot, right? Or do some high intensity jumps right at home. So those are again, habits and lifestyle choices, those are not programs. And that's what you want to create in your life around your health and around your lifestyle, around your eating, so you don't have problems uh, in the first place. And that's the way it's going to last a lifetime. So that's it for today, guys. That's what I wanted to share with you, luck, cheese, and habits. Uh, if you have any questions about anything you heard today, feel free to reach out. Uh, there is an email in the show notes, my email, that you can reach out and ask your questions. But more importantly, I really, really encourage you to schedule our free 
really sharp, really expressed session where I'm going to answer all of your initial questions so you know what next steps to take to improve your lifestyle, your eating habits, your energy levels, or to choose certain foods. So use the link in the show notes, schedule our express call, and uh, everything going to be so much more clear and it's going to be so much easier to make better for you choices that I promise to you. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.